0: I also cover honeymoons, anniversaries, and engagements at the Disney parks and resorts. Join me now as the Disney Wedding Podcast celebrates romance at Disney destinations worldwide. Today on the Disney Wedding Podcast, I am doing a little bit of role reversal with my guest host, Christy Summers, who is the owner of practicallypg.com and a frequent contributor here on the Disney Wedding Podcast. And I thought it might be fun to have her interview me about the vow renewal that my husband and I recently did at Aulani. And hopefully between the two of us, we'll be able to share the vital information for anyone who is considering doing a wedding or vow renewal or commitment ceremony out at Aulani in Hawaii. So welcome, Christy.
1: Thanks for having me, Carrie. I'm excited to uh, get to interview you today.
0: (laughs) Now I'm the one in the hot seat. I'm getting a little nervous.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You should be because my questions are really tough. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, I'm ready. (laughs) So, um, well, first things first, how did you decide on selecting the Memories Collection and what drew you to Alani?
0: Well, it was fun. When Alani opened, like all Disney fans, we were like, whoa, Disney in Hawaii, we got to go there. And then, you know, it's a big... Trip and it's expensive, and it kind of just wasn't happening. But then, about a year ago or a year and a half ago, they announced that in addition to doing wishes collection weddings out at Aulani, they were also going to start to offer the Memories Collection, which is a small package wedding that they have at Walt Disney World. And this really made me take notice because, you know, a wishes event has food and beverage minimums that if you're doing, especially if you're doing a vow renewal, which is all we were in the market for, uh, and you have a small group, it might be kind of difficult to to reach that minimum that you need to spend in order to have a full-blown wishes event. And we didn't really want to have a a full-blown wishes event because we had a fabulous wedding at Epcot and we thought it was pretty perfect and no need to redo it. But the idea of something very simple like the memories collection as a vow renewal was really appealing. I also had this sort of We celebrate at Disney on every other anniversary, and so on our first anniversary, we had a dessert party at the UK during Illuminations, and for our third anniversary, we had dinner at the Tower of Terror, and I was kind of thinking, how am I going to top that? (laughs) And so when they announced that they had this, you know, smaller, cheaper package at Alani in Hawaii, I thought, perfect, because I've never even been to Hawaii, and we'll get to experience a new Disney resort, see what that's all about, and go through the whole disney's fairy tale weddings experience again so that was how we ended up doing it
1: (laughs) sounds like a pretty spectacular way to celebrate at least every other anniversary
0: (laughs) (laughs) i don't i really don't know how we're going to top this i was
1: going to say you're going to have to just you know maybe take a couple years
0: (laughs) (laughs) save our pennies and go to japan or something (laughs) yes
1: definitely (laughs) take me with you please (laughs) so which locations did you choose
0: this was tricky because Alani's locations for both the Wishes Collection and the Memories Collection have been in flux, especially since the construction was announced, and it was actually announced after we'd already put our deposit down, so that was a little bit nerve-wracking for me. I felt like I was picking the location that was the lesser of all evils, but as it turned out, we really liked it. Um, we went for what they call Alohi Point, which is basically just the jacuzzi but it is the most gorgeous jacuzzi you've ever seen it's a double decker jacuzzi that it's like sort of on a cliff overlooking the pacific ocean and it's one of those infinity jacuzzis so it looks like it just goes right into the water and so when i got over the idea that there were going to be small children in water wings behind us jumping into the pool because the pool is right next to the jacuzzi i was more comfortable with it and as it turned out i did like it and then we didn't do a reception so we went to the Restaurant they have, it's an open air restaurant overlooking the ocean called Ama Ama, and we had brunch there after our event.
1: Were you able to work with the planner to set that up for you, or did you have to set it up on your own?
0: Yeah, the planner did everything, uh, which was really great. Disney's Fairytale Weddings assigned us, well, I actually went through like five or six people when I first started. Again, I think because they were still getting the memories collection together and weddings in general were so new at Delani that I actually went through five or six different contacts before they finally assigned me to who ended up being my planner. And I don't know if that was, I don't think that's the normal course, um, but I was really happy with who we ended up with. And once she got on board, she was like all over it. She was more into planning our event than I was at some point, you know, like emailing me to ask me what I wanted for this, that, and the other thing. And if I'd made my choices with the package. And so um, it really worked out well.
1: So with that, then what was the planning process like?
0: Well, so first what we did was we just, you know, did the thing where we called and we told them what we were interested in and they took down our information and told us the options. I did briefly consider doing a Wishes event because I liked the idea that we could add like a cake and champagne reception because it wasn't just me and my husband. We were also bringing our friends who happen to be our wedding photographers. And so there were going to be four of us and I thought it would be nice to do some sort of. Something So it isn't just like you go stand by the pool for 10 minutes and then it's over. But um, the minimums were just too high for, because you're already paying for a Hawaiian vacation and then to have to pay for what basically amounts to a full-blown wedding or vow renewal that you really don't need for four people. Mm -hmm. Um, So I just decided, okay, I'm just going to take what comes in this package, even though it's pretty bare bones, and see what we can do to work with it. And as it turned out, we were able to add a cake to our meal. So there was no need to spend $500 or $1,000 on a food and beverage minimum to have an actual reception.
1: Well, then we know that the day was a success that we got (laughs) to add cake. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely. So you mentioned that you had never been to Hawaii before. So how was the planning? Because I imagine, you know, Alani's is still fairly new. So if anyone is planning a a wedding at Alani, they probably haven't been there yet. And from your experience, not even having been to Hawaii, what was that like?
0: It was interesting. I pretty much, I felt like, you know, I'm a pro at this because I did the same thing with our wedding in Florida. And I don't know how much of a pro I turned out to be once I got into the planning, but I just rolled up my sleeves and got on the internet and started researching, you know, I went to, oh, probably Wedding Bee or someplace like that to look for a cosmetologist. And the trick that I found was because Hawaii is so small, there wasn't as much choice. Like when you look for photographers or cosmetologists in Florida, you have a ton of people to choose from. And I had a little bit of trouble finding what I felt like was a cosmetologist who did sort of a modern fresh look. And maybe it could just be the websites, but uh, most of the results were like, they looked like they hadn't updated their cosmetology website since the 90s and the looks that they were doing were really dated and so that was a little bit tricky but I did end up finding someone whose style I really liked and, and that worked out we were originally going to try to get an officiant from my religious denomination but it turned out there was like one person on the whole island and she was very elderly and didn't really even understand what a vow renewal was <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> so I said well okay you know I'll go with the officiant that Aulani usually uses for the memories collection and that way I can kind of report back how what the experience was like. And then what else? Um, flowers, that was interesting because no bouquet comes with a package. The memories collection at Alani. you get, what do you get? You get two floral lays. Uh, you get no cake, no champagne. You get a ukulele player or a guitar player. You get the officiant. And... No transportation necessary because you're right there. So I wanted to add a bouquet because I just felt like it would be weird walking and not holding something. And they referred me to three different florists who are local florists they work with. And it was kind of weird because they, I said I wanted to have a bouquet and they gave me one name. And so I tried to work with that company and they could not be bothered. Like they could barely be bothered to talk to me in this phone consultation that they scheduled with me and they just really didn't seem to care about my single bouquet that I needed. So then I said, "Uh, they aren't very great. They're like, oh, we have somebody else. So then I talked to them and they were too expensive and I went back again and they're like, oh, we have somebody else. I'm thinking... Maybe I should have just gotten all these names at the beginning. <laughs> but um, <laughs> Or
1: just Google. <laughs> yeah.
0: Well, right, because, I mean, I guess anybody who would deliver to the resort, you can use. You don't have to go through who Disney uses. I just thought it would be, you know, to get a recommendation of somebody they liked in the past. And the last people, the last company they recommended, I think they're called Flower Girls Hawaii. They were great. They had neat, fresh, modern-looking stuff, and they had reasonable prices. But at the same time, I had been looking on Etsy at types of fake bouquets so silk bouquets real touch bouquets paper bouquets button bouquets and I had fallen in love with this Etsy vendor called dragonfly expressions who does these super intricate paper flowers and since hers were going to turn out to be about a hundred dollars cheaper than fresh flowers and as Patrick pointed out I got to keep the bouquet (laughs) um I finally decided to just go that route and she made my bouquet and send it straight to my wedding planner in Hawaii for me which is really cool
1: that's a really great idea. And I have to say too, I saw the pictures of your bouquet and it was gorgeous. So I hope that you'll put one up um, along with the post for people to see because it was
0: absolutely beautiful. Definitely.
1: So well you talked about adding the cake
0: to the package and um, was there anything else that you added? Well, yeah, we I didn't want the lays because <laughs> I know this is awful and that like you're in Hawaii and you should wear a lay and they're beautiful and they come with a package, but Um, they're fluffy, you know, and I like to be streamlined, you know, I want my waist to show and I didn't want, (laughs) I didn't want to be wearing this big fluffy lei in all the pictures. So I had asked that the leis be delivered to our room. And then I thought we could wear them to the starlit Hui, which is sort of like a luau with no food, I think you would call it, and that we were going to go to later that night. And so that was why I decided not to do the leis. And then the cake, they just added to the bill for our brunch that we had at Ama Ama, and I got to submit photos of what I wanted to the cake baker, and I think that was all we added.
1: So you mentioned that you brought along your wedding photographers. Is is there photography included in the package? Though? Oh,
0: yes, duh. <laughs> yeah, that was the other thing that's included with the package that I forgot. So it does come with one hour of photography and a proofing site, and then you can add on a disc of images for $500. Uh, however, we were bringing our pals, the Roots, who are professional wedding photographers. And frankly, it would just be weird to ever do an event with another photographer. <laughs> so, and they were very gracious about, you know, offering to shoot the event for us. So we just told Disney that we didn't need the photographer that came with the package.
1: Did they, once you told them that you weren't interested in the photography, did you get any kind of credit or option to use anything else?
0: No. And, you know, I was pretty sure because, you know, in Florida, they don't offer much in the way of swaps or credits either. So I was prepared for that. But yeah, that is something to know. You're not going to get any credit for anything that you leave out of the package.
1: Of course not. (laughs) (laughs) So tell me about your reception at Ama Ama. How, How did that go?
0: Well, it was cool because we just made a brunch reservation for the last time slot that they had available so that we would have time between the ceremony and the brunch to go take pictures around. And the Roots took us out on like these volcanic rocks with the the ocean waves crashing in the background. And we went out to this grassy knoll that had all these palm trees on it. And that was actually funny because we were out there shooting and this real officious lady in a polo shirt that said Koalina on it came driving up in a golf cart and told us we weren't allowed to shoot pictures there. And we were like, um, we just paid all this money to have an official Disney vow renewal at Aulani. I think that we're allowed to shoot pictures here. And she said, well, they're the ones who called me. And I was like, wait what is this really a classic case of disney's right hand not knowing what its left hand is doing so and we talked to our planner about it later and she's like i don't know what that lady was talking about you're totally allowed to take pictures out there so it was just weird
1: apparently she just felt it was her grassy knoll
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs>
1: she's so. very protective of it yeah
0: So, but yeah, so when we were done with the pictures, then we actually changed clothes and then met back at Ama Ama. And it was really cool because, first of all, they gave us this awesome table that's right by the, what would be windows if they had glass in them overlooking the ocean. And then no one else was there because brunch was pretty much over by the time we got there. And they let us sit for way long. I mean, I felt like we were there for almost two hours. They didn't bug us. They just brought us our food and everything. And then at the end, they brought out our cake And, you know, I get cakes a lot when I go to Disney. So I thought, well, what can we do for this one that's going to be different? So I asked if they could replicate our china pattern, which is a Kate Spade pattern that we got for our wedding, on the cake. And they did this amazing hand-painted version of the china pattern across the top and sides of the cake. And it was so beautiful. I could barely stand to cut into it. And then we did cut into it. And it was probably the worst tasting cake I've ever had. (laughs) No. Yeah, it was, it was almost... Well, it was pretty funny, actually, because, you know, we knew we were going to go to Walt Disney World at the end of our trip, and we were going to get another cake, so I wasn't too broken up that this cake was not very good. But it was really interesting how bad it was. It was supposed to be coconut-flavored cake with coconut-flavored buttercream, and
1: you're in Hawaii, they should know they're coconuts, right? (laughs) Right.
0: Yeah, it didn't taste like coconut at all. Um, Basically, the cake was so dry and like spongy, like it actually was like eating a sponge. And then the cream filling, I guess it was the they call it chantilly cream. So it's not that sort of almost gritty toothsome traditional buttercream that you're used to that grandma used to put on your cakes and everything. So it's very smooth and light, but it was also completely devoid of flavor or any hint of sweetness. I mean, it was like eating butter. It was weird. <laughs> yeah. So um, the best part of the cake was actually the fondant, which is saying a lot because usually fondant is people's least favorite part of a cake. Yes. <laughs> but it was, <laughs> it was the only thing on there that was sweet. So oh. We had a good laugh about the cake.
1: <laughs> did you let them know about it? Did they, or did you just sort of take it in stride with the day?
0: I mean, I mentioned it to my planner, but A, what are they going to do? And B, you know, the guy did such an amazing job with the designs that I didn't want to take away from his talent at that. It's just whoever made the actual cake. Maybe it, you know, maybe they made it a couple of days beforehand and it sat around too long or something. I don't know.
1: Ugh. so I take it that was not your favorite memory of the day
0: (laughs) (laughs) no unless you need a comedic memory
1: (laughs) (laughs) so um so with that then what was your favorite memory of the day
0: well okay I know everybody always says the vows but oh my goodness Patrick totally surprised me we wrote our vows the night before and I actually thought we were just gonna say the same vows that we said for our wedding kind of like we were renewing them and saying them Mm -hmm. again but he was like No, we totally have to write new vows. So I was like, whoa, okay. So it was funny because we were writing them in our room and And I was pretty pleased with mine. I thought I had done this great job. And they were like, you know, it it had a great flow, beginning, middle, and end. And it was sincere. I followed all the steps that I put in my book about how to write the vows, basically. (laughs) (laughs) And I noticed that Patrick was taking forever to write his vows. And I should have really paid more attention to that. Because when we got there, his vows were the most amazing, touching, sweet. He went on at such length and just completely bared his soul. And I felt so glib And immature in comparison to what he had read, I I almost felt bad, but not bad enough that I didn't start crying when he was saying his vows, which I didn't even do at our wedding, probably because I was so, like, uptight about how everything was going. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, yeah, so his vows were amazing, so touching, and I'm so glad that I have them on paper so that I can read them whenever I want.
1: I was going to say maybe you should, you know, have them framed or something or, you know, maybe put them with that beautiful bouquet that you have.
0: That's a good idea.
1: Yeah, that's really sweet. Because at the end of the day, that's what it's about, right? That's the reason that you're there is that love that you have for each other. And for that to be your favorite memory is so unexpected for someone who went in and planned every detail. You know, that's.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, that's true. And it was that planning that really took me away from the meaning of the event I admit this and I am not proud of it but you get so into all the planning and the details and everything being perfect and how are the pictures going to turn out and blah 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 that I was not even really thinking about the meaning the whole reason we were going there and what a vow renewal is and so having that moment I was like it just brought everything snapping into focus. I was like, oh, yeah, this is the real reason why we're doing this. Not so we can have a cake, you know. <laughs> so it was it was kind of a, a wake-up call to me, and it was really special. And I'm so glad that I was able to appreciate it instead of thinking, yeah, yeah, hurry up. I want to get to the cake. <laughs> And it wasn't even good.
1: <laughs> well, it sounds like you have a wonderful hubby.
0: <laughs> Definitely. Uh,
1: so was there any aspect of the vow renewal that seemed like a big deal
0: beforehand, but turned out not to be? I think mostly the location and, like I said, the construction, because we'd already signed our contract, and then all of a sudden, Alani announced that they were going to be like ripping out the wedding garden, which I had secretly hoped we could use the wedding garden, but it is now a big pile of dirt being turned into a pool. And then the construction walls were up around the patio at Ama Ama, which is another one of the locations that I had at least wanted to see and take pictures of so that I would have reference for my book. And so This idea that we had to use the jacuzzi and that there was going to be construction going on around it was very nerve-wracking to me. Probably not as major as the brides who had the wedding pavilion all torn up in these last few months as they're putting the DVC in at the Grand Floridian, but it was still pretty stressful, and I probably should not have worried that much because it was a classic thing. We got there the day of. You're so wrapped up in the moment. You're having such a good time, and you're thinking about the meaning that you could be getting married in the parking lot and you probably wouldn't notice unless a car pulled up. So it was neat to just focus in, be there. It was beautiful. The pictures look great. There are no construction walls in the photos. (laughs) You know, it it was nothing I should have been worried about.
1: It's just so hard to tell yourself that beforehand, right? (laughs)
0: Yes, (laughs) yeah.
1: (laughs) So knowing what you know now, is there anything that you would have done differently?
0: Yeah, there's one thing, and this was another little thing that went wrong that – I'm laughing about it now, and I was pretty much laughing about it right after it happened because it wasn't our wedding and it wasn't like the big deal one-shot thing, but I would have been pretty upset if it had been our wedding. The officiant and I worked together on a customized ceremony because I didn't like his standard ceremonies. They felt like they were just a regular ceremony that had had the word wedding replaced with vow renewal, and they also mentioned like your family and everyone here today and all these things that didn't apply to us and had some ceremonies in them that we didn't want to do. And so he was totally cool about me customizing it. So I put in some elements from our original ceremony, some of the readings and just sort of rejiggered it and streamlined it and got it where I liked it. And I sent it to him and he said it looked great. And I was really excited. And then on the day of he started into the ceremony and it didn't sound familiar and I realized after a few minutes that he was just reading the standard ceremony. And it turned out, yeah, it turned out that I guess he keeps a file for every bride and groom and when he looked in our file that morning there was nothing in there so he just went with the standard thing. And I am kicking myself because I'm usually so uptight about this that I had talked to him about two or three weeks before, and that was when we settled on the ceremony and I sent it to him and he said he liked it. But I really, really wish I had sent him another email the week of or a couple days before just to confirm everything because that's all it would have taken and then everything would have gone fine.
1: Well, thankfully, you had Patrick there to save the day with his vows, right? Yeah.
0: And that's the thing. It's like, because it's a vow renewal. It's not the end of the world if it's not exactly what I imagined it to be. And the point was the vows and being there and, and hearing Patrick say those things. And hopefully the things I said to Patrick were worth something. <laughs> um, so I was able to pretty much laugh it off afterwards. I, I didn't let it get me down. But boy, if that had been my wedding, I would have freaked
1: so well, speaking of the, the ceremony, then you mentioned that the package includes either a guitar player or a ukulele player. So which one did you choose?
0: we went ukulele because it's Hawaii.
1: (laughs) Naturally, of course. So um, was he incorporated into the ceremony or was he really just like for the processional and then?
0: Yes, that's a good question because I wasn't sure how that was going to work. And and you think, well, how long is this even going to be? Are we just going to be standing there for five minutes and it's going to be over? And he was definitely worked into the ceremony. He was playing for the processional when I came down and then he finished up with a song and the officiant read some stuff and we said some things and then we stopped and we listened to the ukulele player play a couple more songs and then we read some stuff and said some more things and then he played a couple songs at the end and it really made it feel like a full-on ceremony instead of just standing by the pool holding hands you know. (laughs) Um, The other thing we did was I wanted traditional Hawaiian music. I didn't really want disney music although he did end up playing he he cheated before i got there he asked patrick what my favorite disney songs were so <laughs> i the total rube that i am in the middle of the ceremony he starts playing my favorite disney songs, and i'm like oh my jaw just drops and i can't oh. believe he's guessed my favorite disney <laughs> <songs>. <laughs> um so that was actually really cool but i neither Patrick nor I likes that very popular mashup of Somewhere Over the Rainbow and What a Wonderful World. We find it mildly depressing. And so I had in big letters on my BEO, do not play this song and then the title of the song. And because I just knew, I just knew, you know, if you have a ukulele, it's like the first song you learn how to play, right? <laughs> and so sure enough, he did not play it. It was awesome.
1: Oh, good. Well, at least he got the memo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so now, of course... Everyone's going to want to know, what is your favorite Disney song? <laughs>
0: um, I like A Whole New World because it has really fun harmonies to sing. And, of course, the sentiment is also very appropriate for a wedding yeah. or a vow renewal. Oh, that's very sweet. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so um, n- now, having gone through it, do you have any advice for anyone that might be considering an event at Alani?
0: Let's see. I would say... Save your pennies. No, um <laughs> the memories collection, it's pretty reasonably priced as Disney events go. I mean, I think for someone who's not like totally immersed in Disney weddings the way I am, you probably look at it and would be like, "Wait a minute, you want me to pay how much to stand at a jacuzzi for 10 minutes?" But to me it seemed like, I mean, it's the cheapest memories package. It's cheaper than the one at Disney World. So I guess my advice would be, you know, if it is something that you can afford, it's just a really fun way to kind of note your anniversary or have an elopement. I think it would be a great elopement package if it was just the two of you or the two of you and maybe two sets of parents or something. I think it would be really a nice way to do a very simple but fun and it has everything you need kind of package wedding out in Hawaii.
1: So having firsthand knowledge yourself of what Disney's fairy tale Weddings can do with a Wishes collection out in Walt Disney World or even maybe in Disneyland. While you did go with the Memories collection, what did you think of what they had to offer for the Wishes collection in comparison to what they have to offer in the other parts of the country?
0: Wishes collection is a lot different than Walt Disney World's it's closer to Disneyland's. It's basically more like a hotel wedding event. You have this four or $5,000 food and beverage minimum. Uh, you hold your reception in a ballroom. I mean, they're neat ballrooms, I guess. But the other funny thing is they only have one wishes collection ceremony site that actually overlooks the ocean now. And that is directly on the beach. Like, it's a public beach. So they rope it off. But there are guys in Speedos sitting on either side of you. Oh, no. So, yeah, I was a little bit. Well, I don't want to say shocked, but see, they used to have this beautiful wedding garden that was this grassy garden overlooking the ocean, and they had Regis and Kelly came out and they did a big special, and it was a big deal, and now that's all been plowed under, and so the main wishes ceremony site is back around behind the hotel, and it doesn't even have an ocean view, which I'm not sure why you would go all the way to Hawaii for a wedding and not have an ocean view, but maybe if you already lived in the area or something and you see the ocean every day, it's not that big a deal. (laughs) (laughs) So it's different in that, yeah, it's much more like a hotel wedding, basically ballroom plus an outdoor ceremony location definitely a lot fewer choices than at Walt Disney World. On the flip side, I think the planning assistance they give you there is great because they have fewer weddings. They really can give you that kind of personalized attention that I think there was just something about combining like, not only is it Disney hospitality, but it's Hawaiian Disney hospitality. So these people are super friendly. And I just felt like, you know, our planner thought of everything. She was in touch with us every step of the way, sometimes contacting us before we even thought to contact her. And it was just sort of, um, it's like going to a small college versus a big college kind of thing. You got this really personalized attention that I thought was great.
1: Oh, that's a good analogy. Makes sense. (laughs) So you mentioned your trip report. Where can your listeners go online to see any photos or read
0: about your day? Well, never one to do things by half and someone to often do things twice over. I have my trip report in two places. I have <laughs> it on my blog at DisneyTravelBabble.com, and that's the way to read it if you don't want to have to, like, scroll through other people's comments because I just put up each installment with all the photos and the text in one big post. And then I also have it over on the Disboards in their main trip report. I think it's in the Walt Disney World trip report section because the second half of our trip was spent, we went directly from Hawaii to Walt Disney World to go to Disney's Fairytale Weddings Bridal Showcase. So I'm documenting in both places. And then I also have a planning journal that it's sort of cheaty. It's an after the fact planning journal, but I'm just documenting all the steps like I have a whole post on how photography works and a whole post on the venues and one on the flowers to kind of show the nitty-gritty of the planning process for somebody who might be considering this and you know there's not a lot of information about Alani weddings and vow renewals right now so that you can also read on my blog or you can read it on the Diz boards in the Diz Weddings and Honeymoon section. They have a sub board that's called something like Planning Our Happily Ever After or something. So the thread is in there. But they're all linked. So if you find the trip report, you will find links to the planning journal and vice versa.
1: And I highly recommend the trip report. Even if you're not planning your own event, it's fun to live vicariously through you.
0: <laughs> well, when we, t- I tried to give a lot of information just about planning a trip to Hawaii because for us, we'd never done it. And so things like, you know, do we rent a car to get to Alani or do we take a shuttle? Kind of nuts and bolts details of traveling I thought would be fun to cover too.
1: Yeah, it's very helpful, especially for dreamers like me. <laughs> <laughs> Well, thank you so much for sharing the story of your day with us, Carrie. And it sounds wonderful. And I hope that your listeners will go out and check out your trip report to follow along in detail by detail. And thanks for having me on your show again.
0: Well, thank you for being on my show to interview me.
1: (laughs) (laughs) We might have to do this again. It was pretty fun.
0: Definitely. (laughs) That's our show for today. If you enjoyed it, be sure to rate the Disney Wedding Podcast on iTunes so that others will find it. You can also send your comments, questions, and suggestions to info@disneyweddingpodcast.com. Past shows are available in iTunes and on the show's website. And for instant answers to all your Disney's Fairy Tale Weddings questions, check out Passporter's Disney Weddings and Honeymoons Guide, available as an interactive ebook with continual free updates at passporter.com/weddings.asp or in print at Passporter.com and Amazon.com.